From Harris Studios, this is Accounting for Tomorrow, an accounting and advisory services podcast for community leaders with a passion for change. We are ready to look past the numbers and ensure that today's planning efforts create success for tomorrow. Today's podcast is sponsored by Harris CPAs. Harris CPAs is a public accounting firm based in Idaho, specializing in audit, assurance, tax, planning, and compliance, strategic business consulting, and accounting services. Harris CPAs believes the key to influencing the future is empowering people in all organizations and the community. Welcome. I'm your host, Josh Tyree. And I'm Robert Shappy. Today, we're going to talk about tips for being a client your CPA will love and why that is important. I think the underlying thing is how to get the most value you can out of your relationship with your CPA. And by being the client that they love is only going to increase that. So uh, with that, I know before we started the podcast, Robert and I were, were coming up with some tips and we'll just kind of go back and forth. We've got our list here. Why don't you start us off with one tip? Yeah, you bet. I, I agree a hundred percent. I think we're in a business that relationships matter and those relationships with our clients are typically in the best situations. We see very deep relationships with our clients. And so these are some some tips, some things that we see when we develop those relationships. And so, I mean, I'm going to start off right, right off the bat and just say, you know, staying organized, like having your information in an organized way is so helpful to us. We understand that people don't think the same way. And so sometimes it might make sense to some people, but it doesn't make sense to us. And so if we can keep things organized in a very efficient way, then it's going to help us get that work done faster, which gives us the ability to focus more on the things that are important, which is strategy and planning and not necessarily just compiling numbers. So that's my first one. And I'll give it back to you, Josh. What do you think? Yeah, you know, I think staying organized is extremely important. And that leads into the the next one I have here is which is starting early. I don't think it matters what type of service you have with your CPA, whether it's a, an audit or assurance, a tax, consulting, accounting. So it does not, doesn't matter. The, the more organized you are, allows you to start earlier and gives everyone the quality time to get that project done. And it increases the quality, it increases the, the service, and it really allows you to really plan ahead by starting early and setting schedules and working through any issues that come up. I know some of the worst things are the unorganized ones that come through two weeks before the deadline. And then you can pick tax or you can pick any service that we all have deadlines. But every time that comes in, you put yourself in a position of less quality, less value and more stress and, and it just becomes a worse product and you get less value out of your CPA. Yeah, I can't, I can't agree more. I think, you know, organization and being organized early is definitely a tip that is very useful. I just want to caution individuals like being ready early is being ready early and not necessarily just starting early. Sometimes we get so caught up in trying to be early that we end up sending half of the information, which sometimes can be not the most efficient way to, to process that information. But so, which leads to, I think my next tip, which is just be involved with, with your CPA year round. 
in order to do the proper planning and organizing and being ready for the next year and being able to give good advice, we need to know what's going on. So be reticent to reach out to your CPA, let them know about those life events, things that happen, talk to them about the effect. It gives us a chance to process that information and come up with some good ideas. Don't think about us as just, you know, someone to talk to at the end of the year. Give us a call in June, March, April. We try to reach out to as many clients as possible, but it definitely helps if you've got a life event coming up. Let us know, and and we can at least have a conversation about it. So, I mean, that would be my next one. So, Robert, I think on that one, an interesting example of that would be, and I know from your tax expertise, you probably get this a lot. I'm going out, and I'm going to buy this business, and I sign the whole deal. I close on the transaction. And then I call you up afterwards, and I'm like, hey, can you... Can you tell me how not to pay tax on this? <laughs> right? Yeah, that's a that's a great example. I mean, there's not really a lot we can do after documents are signed. Sometimes we can unsign documents, but it's not very often that we can. And so getting us involved in the very beginning, I know I have several clients that are going through sales right now, getting us involved as the documents are drafted before the attorney's you know, come to the final documents. It definitely, at least a conversation where we can give you some ideas and talk to your attorney, talk to all of your advisors, whether it's bankers or bonding agents, attorneys, and make sure that everybody's on the same page and we all know what's best for your interest. So absolutely. It allows us to become more of an advisor and a value add, provide solutions instead of just being an interpreter and telling you what's going to happen, you know? So, so we've got Staying organized, we've got starting early, keeping you know us informed throughout the year. I think one thing that came, another topic that came to my mind was being patient. I know we have that golden or that kind of platinum rule now people talk about, about treating others like you want to be treated or uh, treating others the way they want to be treated. But I know we have our five core values at Harris, heart, united, integrity, quality, and mutual respect. And, and we try and live these values every day. And we actually expect our clients to live those values as well and understanding everything that's going on, especially in the last, you know, several years we've seen that and, and being patient and being understanding, you know, taking the assumption that, that we're all working extremely hard and we're trying to do what's in the best interest for our clients and trying to provide the best possible service. And sometimes that takes some time and it's definitely taken a little bit more time the last couple of years with everything that's come out and everything that's impacted our our clients. And so I think a little bit of patience, uh, which is a little bit easier when you start early and stay organized and do all those other things, but it really goes a long ways if you can show those kind of values that the same values we're trying to show is the same. Couldn't agree more. I mean, I, I think being patient is, is one of those things that I know it's really tough sometimes, especially when you're talking about, you know, big transactions, big life events, You want to get the information as quickly as possible, but we owe it to our clients to make sure that the solutions that we provide are accurate, that are time tested, that they'll stand up to scrutiny if, if there's any sort of review. And so sometimes that takes a little bit of time to, to get that done. And so, yeah, patience is, is definitely, um, on the list of things that we should be thinking about. I know one that, one that I think about and that can sometimes stall us out and really, uh, slow things down is respond to inquiries, uh, quickly, like, you know, 
typically uh, our engagements are not just one interaction and then we provide a document or a solution or a planning tip. It's a back and forth and sometimes we get ghosted. Um, It's very difficult when you get in a situation where you're in the midst of trying to come up with a solution or finish a project and there's that one last piece of information that you need from a client. So we have tried over the last several years to come up with all different kinds of ways to communicate with us and for us to communicate to you. So I know that we've, I know I have clients that we text, uh, we do emails, we do phone calls, um, you know, whatever we need to do to, to get the information. So, so be kind of uh, voracious about getting back to us and getting us that information. It's going to help us get to the answer quicker and get you what you're looking for in a, in a faster way. So that'd be the next one that I focus on. So what about you, Josh? Yeah, no, I mean, just really quick on that. I, I think about it every time you have to put down and pick up a project and, and retrain your mind and re remember where you were and try and think about through all the issues, especially some on some really complex issues. So the more we can get those responses uh, quicker, the more, you know, it's still fresh in our brains and we're still in kind of in the moment uh, more or less. And it really helps increase uh, what we're doing. I think another item for me, uh, you know, a little bit different direction here, but just uh, being honest, you know, I, I used to have uh, a client uh, when I first started, uh, the CFO would bring me into this office and he'd ask me to do uh, to research on a, on a particular topic. And he'd always look at me and say, well, this is going to be client friendly research, right? And I used to smile. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, we're advising our clients and we're trying to get to the best possible solution for them. But, but we're also trying to get to the right solution. And that's more important. The right solution and getting to the right spot. I mean, integrity is a huge part of, of who we are and what we stand for. And, and if you're putting undue pressure on us um, to, to cross that line, you know, that just doesn't, uh, I've been lucky enough to work at, at firms that just don't tolerate that. You know, it's okay to push and it's okay to, to stretch your mind and think outside the box, but it is, it's not okay to not be honest, to not tell tell us the whole story and to tell us only the facts that you want to tell us to, to get to the right answer that you're looking for. And that, uh, that's really counterproductive at the end. So the more you can tell, the more honest you can be, the actual, actually the better solutions you're going to find with your CPA. I can't agree more. I mean, I think that is a huge thing, especially in the tax arena where I specialize we are faced with uh, gray areas every day, and we need to know exactly what the position is. We know need to know exactly what's happening so that we can assess the risk in any transaction, make sure that it's documented and that it's a, you know following the way that the code is laid out. And so it's so imperative. Uh, that all of those things are are discussed up front and talked about and and definitely that they, um, you know, are part of the discussion so that we make sure that we're doing things uh, above board and, and as accurate as possible. So what's, what's your next one, Josh? You know, my, my, my last one I had here on the list is making sure that you can understand the different reports that you receive. You know, I think a lot of times people, whether it's a tax return or a financial statement or evaluation, they get the report and they look for maybe one number or they just, 
you know, handed in. And there is a ton of value if you understand those documents. And and, and you, the importance of being able to understand your tax return or your annual report or your financial statements allows you to extract a lot more value out of them. It allows you to extract uh, value that can help you look forward, even though those are a lot of times historical kind of uh, looking documents. You can take that information and apply it to your business or your nonprofit or wherever you're going individually uh, into the future. And it, there's just a ton of ton of information in there. You know, people, we, we get a lot of people sometimes that are running on their gut feelings. And, and oftentimes their guts are pretty close to accurate. But looking at the information that we provide and understanding it can really test whether or not that's true. Uh, because the numbers don't lie at the end of the day. And, and we do a lot of work to try and get to the right solutions and to understand it. And the better we can communicate that and share it with, with them, and the better we can show them how to understand it and how to use the financial statements, the better decisions they're going to make uh, in, in their organizations. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great one, Josh. Um, understanding your tax return and understanding the positions that are in it, understanding where the numbers came from, so important. So important for clients to, to really dig in. And I think one of the things that's really important along those lines is for clients to be, you know, really inquisitive, like to understand those things, you need to flush out questions. And so that's why we always try to, to go over different positions with our clients and review returns and make sure that they understand exactly what's being reported. So there's no surprises later on, which just leads me to my next one, which is really it really along the lines of, you know, we're an advocate for our clients. So we are trying to put our clients in the best position to make decisions that are successful, that give them competitive advantages. Uh, those are this, those are, that's the mindset that we bring to our engagements. Sometimes it doesn't work out. You know, a lot of times I have to tell clients that uh, you don't pay us to tell you what you want to hear. Um, you pay us to tell you what you need to hear. And sometimes those things are uh, hard pills to swallow, but that's why we're here. And that's why we're advocating on behalf of our clients. And so, I mean, those, those are uh, all some great uh, tips for, for clients. But in the end, think of us in, as an advocate, even though sometimes we might be a little bit adversarial because we're really trying to get you in the right mindset. Yeah, I think that's those are great. All those are great tips. Uh, you know, we look at trying to become an advisor for a client. And um, when you look at starting early or staying organized or responding quickly or um, telling you what you need to know or being honest and, and all the different other tips that we, we went over here, I think the whole goal is to try and uh, extract value out of your CPA as an advisor, as a, as a partner with you, you know, to become one. Um, and if you do that, you can really, you know, develop that relationship and, and friendship with your, with your CPA and get, get a tremendous amount out of it, you know, way more than, than the compliance work that you're receiving. Couldn't agree more. Well, thanks, Robert. I think that's, uh, great tips for, for our clients and for people who are interacting with their CPAs. You bet. Look forward to it. Thank you for listening to Harris CPA's Accounting for Tomorrow. Stay tuned for new episodes each month. Podcasts are also available on our website at harriscpas.com slash podcasts. 
Any accounting business or tax advice contained in this podcast is not intended as a thorough in-depth analysis of specific issues, nor a substitute for a formal opinion, nor is it sufficient to avoid tax-related penalties. If you'd like, Harris CPAs would be pleased to perform the research and provide you with a detailed analysis of your specific situation.